trying to escape. And he first went back to Gilgal, where his troops were back. And he rallied back a group of men. And then he left it from there and went back up into Ephraim and uh, did a big uh, circle out and a backtrack. And he sounded the horn, uh, calling the troops from the lands of Ephraim to rally to him. And uh, they swept down out of the hills with Ephraim uh, in the front, leading the charge. And they joined their fellow soldiers at Gilgal, and then they went on to possess. So there's at least two crossings of the Jordan. You see here the plains of Moab. Moab. Um, they secured those two crossings so that nobody uh, could cross. And all of them, all of the uh, Moabites that were in Jericho were with leaders now, they were disarrayed. They were away from home, and so they started this retreat back to Moab. And as they got to the Jordan River, uh, they were confronted by Ehud and, and that force. So um, all, of, all were slain by Ehud's men. You might remember that the Jordan is boundary into the promised land. It's kind of like going from uh, death into life, um, this transformation into the promised land. For Israel, the judgment had been on the life because of the blood of shedding sacrifices that took away the sin. God spared them and saw the blood. But Moab, there was no slain blood. And two other times in the book of Judges, on Judges 7.24 and 12.5, we see the Jordan also being described as a place of judgment and destruction. So he who killed the enemy leader, and he whose men killed the enemy's troops. And thus we see another kind of foreshadowing of what is to come with regard to Christ. Christ crushed the head of Satan at the cross. Victory was won. And we are called as his troops to deal with Satan's legions. And so we are still at battle, per se, in that regard. But ultimately, we see in Revelation 19, 11 through 16, uh, the picture of the great Christ as he leads his army into victory. 
generations were able to live in peace um, speaks to the fact that uh, Ehud and his generation must have been quite faithful in teaching the truth of God's word to their children. It was not until the third generation that God again chastised his people. But finally, I think uh, just a reminder, as we look back over this um, instruction about this judge, it's important for us to see that it was the Lord who raised up the enemy in verse 12. It was the Lord who raised up the Savior in verse 15. And it was the Lord who gave victory in verse 28. So I think that we must always see the Lord at work in Scripture, uh, His plan being carried out, and being a sovereign God. Nothing surprises Him, and He uh, works according to His, his plan, bring glory to His name, and good to His people. So we come to the end of this. Yeah. Uh-huh.